Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you for listening to the show and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, your Android or iPhone device. Uh, Laughable, the app, the new app, the podcast app that helps uh, bring you all the amazing shows. Uh, or aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all your uh, past and present episodes. Speaking of present episodes, holy shit. I'm going to try to keep this intro short because I want to get right to it. You know this guy. You love him. He's back for his fourth appearance. He always crushes, and today might be the best. I'm talking about the one and only Dana Carvey is back. He's back, baby. Holy shit. What a, what a conversation. It's like we just cover more stuff every time that we didn't before. More impressions. More SNL stories. Uh, we talk about... Uh, his special, his newest Netflix special, coming out November 4th on Netflix called Straight White Male 60, which I saw in Boston. We talk about that. He had me open for him uh, while I was out there doing shows at Laugh Boston. And uh, it's just an incredible conversation. Dana's the man. He's so uh, candid and quick and, uh, and always ends up giving uh, insight into, uh, into the business uh, from his, his uh, experiences, which is kind of invaluable. Um, so please check out Straight White Male 60 on Netflix, November 4th. He'll be on Howard Stern on Wednesday, Jimmy Fallon on Friday. He's doing the circuit, including today's ALN episode, which he uh, delivers yet again. He's the man. All right, follow Dana on Twitter, at Dana Carvey. Follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at ALN Podcast. Come see me this weekend in Erie, Pennsylvania at Junior's Last Laugh. That's right, my first time at this club in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, shows, of course, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Uh, get your tickets at adamraytv.com. And then next weekend, November 10th, 11th, and 12th, I'm at Wise Guys Comedy Club in Salt Lake City, Utah on the 10th, and then in Ogden, Utah on the 11th and the 12th. Get your tickets at uh, adamraytv.com. Brad Williams, he's on tour. Comedy Works downtown in Denver, Colorado, November 4th. Uh, I'm sorry, November 2nd. Uh, 4th and 5th Go see Brad Comedy Works Downtown Denver And then November 12th He'll be at the South Point Casino In Las Vegas uh, Estoymerchandise.com For all your ALN merch E-S-T-O-Y Merchandise.com For all your ALN merch Hat shirts Mugs Posters Bring them to the shows We'll sign them uh, Flappers this past weekend You guys were incredible I was there in Burbank, California Shows were just so much fun Avery Pearson and I are really locking in with some great music uh, music stuff and some of the improv we did. The musical improv was so fucking fun. You guys got to come to my shows. It's really a, a, a different a different experience. You know, it's it's a fun uh, addition to the end of the set, and uh, I don't think you'll see it anywhere else. So please come out and see me. All my tickets uh, and tour dates at adamraytv.com, bradwilliamscomedy.com, aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all the eps. Uh, keep giving us those five-star ratings and comment on the iTunes page. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, fuck, that's it. Let's get into it. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Dana Carvey. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. It's about last night. 
It was Carson or Lorne, basically. Yeah. You know, if you didn't do that, you had to do the Seinfeld route, you know? Mm-hmm. The Seinfeld route. Oh, just yeah. get on. But basically, like, the other, you texted me something the other day. What was it on pop.com or some show? Pop Sugar, Pop... Pop Sugar. It was with some eight-episode, half-hour thing. I, I was going to come to a guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For my friend Joy McIntyre. On yeah. Yeah. Pop... Pop Network. Yeah, it's CBS on. It's a new network. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pop Network. Yeah. So the point is, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've never been busier. Because you get a little, a little camera, and you're no, like, what incredible. the fuck? I'm, am I an ivory merchant film? What can I do? <laughs> no. Because that's just like the first tease of it. Um, for then, our, for yeah. our listeners, yeah. You and just then, showed us a home movie where you play a character that Sir, I... Sir Charles Wyndham, who's an eccentric <laughs> billionaire. Yeah. We did, they can see him online. There's this other character I do called The Funster. And you can see him on YouTube. Just okay. put The Funster, Dan okay. Carvey. And it's like this sort of kind of simpleton how you doing over here type guy and that's that guy's friend he's got horrible teeth that's why the guy's wearing yeah, braces well, is that, yeah, well, how did you were those just fake braces you just put on yeah I had it? some left over from Master Disguise I got a box of teeth <laughs> that I used for the other guy that's amazing um, so they're brothers and he's trying to give him the inheritance that's owed to him and I don't know but see it, it, now you're sort, you're coming into this new age of show business because you can now do stuff like that where if, right. if, and there and there's actually a place for it yep why, that's what I'm saying. Is that you have no you have no excuse to be lazy anymore? Yeah, yeah. Because you you couldn't just make a movie in the '80s and put it somewhere. No. But now you can put it on Facebook or something. Oh, you could do a hand. Yeah. Well, it's exactly what you're doing with the um. The Puppet car- pops. <laughs> I'm trying to brand it. Wait, all right. I I'll see if you guys have a better name. We'll rechange. I have pops. so many. I, I have so many questions about this because just yeah. all it seemed like all of a sudden on on your Twitter, or Facebook, Twitter, and Facebook. And Facebook yeah. yeah. And you you just started posting these these videos of celebrities and politicians on yeah. on popsicle sticks with cardboard cutout pictures. Yeah. yeah. And it was going to be li- uh, called Lips Don't Move Theater. <laughs> I like Puppet Pops. Yeah. Puppet Pops Pops. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, and, and then if it's on Pop Network, just all our minds will explode. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, Secret Life of Pets, yeah. I played Pops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Brad Williams for yeah. 10. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So I just, I, I was been playing around with this stuff for 10 years. Just, just when I was raising the kids up north with my friend mm-hmm. Paul Wright. Yeah. He did the Celebrity Chef ones that are a little produced. Which was the idea of uh, a, cel- a celebrity goes on a cooking show yeah. mm. and invariably gets burned, and then we see who they really are. The Christopher Walken one up now is more just a flight of fancy, <laughs> but the other one with Clinton. So my brain was exp- exploding. I was so naive back then. I actually tried to call YouTube and go, "Hey, hey, dudes, could you put this on the?" Because they'd only been around. They'd only been around six weeks or something. Oh yeah. yeah. So then I had all these leftover ones, and then I just thought of. Um, this election thing, and if you're not on Fallon or Saturday Night Live, you can go to the, a club for 200 people, but will you get ideas about it? So then yeah. I thought, hey, I'll just do these and just put them on Facebook. It's what brilliant. The and the and amount of two million views. I mean, is that crazy? In three weeks. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the amount of share, that's also why Facebook is so, like, you're capitalizing on the amount of um, uh, accessibility as far as, like, the sharing. Like, I mean, I saw it's sort of like one of them said like over six thousand shares, and just that's on like the first one in like two days. So it's like well, yeah, because before yeah. someone could see you at a club, try right. to describe to their friends like I just saw Dana Carvey do this joke. You should go see him, mm-hmm. and then that then, then it's on the other person to right. go get tickets or find out where you are. Now it's just the friend just goes, "Hey, I thought you might like this. Share, sent." Yeah, and, and it's, I'm trying not to take it too seriously. I'm not, I'm not right finishing them. Yeah. They're, they're just really raw. Yeah. Uh, if you saw it, and we will eventually do a wide shot. My oh, wife's yeah. holding the iPhone. 
Yeah. I usually take, I do a couple notes. Yeah. And then I'm holding the puppets up against my black shirt. Yeah. And I just for work a, them like for this. For a black background. Yeah. And so I'm just seeing whatever you, length they you are. You milk your own nipples. And I milk then... my own nipples. <laughs> Finally. And then it's foreplay for the wife and I. <laughs> that, should, that should be the title of your next I was going to say, how do you keep it exciting with that? So shit? like today, I just wanted to, I just started musing about, because um, I got, my friend made me a great Garth puppet. I mean, I send mm-hmm. him ideas for pictures. They're just on popsicle stick. Yeah. So then I have Garth is up there. I just did it an hour ago. Garth tries to explain the Huma Aberdeen, Anthony Weiner. You know, oh my god! Thing. So it's just went up. So I was just. By the way, <laughs> that's gonna crush, and then you're gonna have to do a few more. Like as the, like, that's a, that's a brilliant move with like a week to go with the election to have Garth really weighing in. Well, we're yeah. all we're all kind of leaning into the wind right now. I mean, yeah. It was ten days ago. Yeah. yeah. So when is this gonna be Monday. aired? Yeah. Monday. Okay. So I'm on. Um, I fly to New York tomorrow. I've got Matt Lauer Tuesday. I got to sit six minutes with him and think of funny stuff. Okay, so I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Howard Stern thir- Wednesday, and then what? Fallon Friday. Wait, Stern Thursday? No, Stern Wednesday. Oh yeah. my God! Oh wow! Have you ever what been you- on? No, I. Um, this is going to be incredible. Yeah, he's the biggest. Have you met him before? Yeah, well, I've met him, and I've also I called him like when I did the MTV Music Awards. In '93, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Guns N' Roses. I mean, it's just like that was when you were years ago. That was when you drummed as Garth with you too. Yes, which was a big thing at the time. Huge. That, that was they were in still Detroit. a big thing. That they right. were in Detroit. That yeah. was like and huge. to like link the videos up. That sort of technology was really experimental. And yeah, I, I I saw. I remember I saw like a behind the scenes of the VMAs documentary where the executive producer talked about like they didn't know it was going to happen until literally about three minutes before, for real. Yeah, b- before it happened. Yeah. Like they're like, well, it's not working. It's not working. It's like, fuck, it's working. <laughs> I I could, I barely could hear them. You know, I really didn't. You know, but I had to interview Bono before the skit to see if yeah. he wanted to do it, and I kept saying Bono accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking him from Dublin. Well, man, what you, well, Bono is Bono. You know, so and there were jokes in there like magically delicious, this and that. It's all right, man. It's all right. So yeah, but um. That when I hosted the MTV Music Awards, I called into Howard Stern because he was going to do Fart Man, yes, yes, which was this big thing. So he comes in on a gurney, he's flying over the audience yeah. with the uh, ass yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they, they did the scene for uh, Private Parts. Uh, his movie. Pri- so our big parts, thing yeah. was so uh, on the phone. He goes, "I want to know because my wife was someone I got married to before any kind of money or fame. Mm-hmm. So he was fascinated, of course. Like, what could you land?" Without money or fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that morning, my wife was is in incredible shape. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, we were talking about hiking today. She had a cat suit, a black cat suit. I don't know why. And she, I go, well, you should wear that. She goes, I, I don't know. She was 33 at the time. I go, mm-hmm. you can really carry it off. You can carry it off. So she looked amazing that night. Yeah. I mean, I think Jagger hit on her backstage. My sister was with her. Unbelievable. Maybe Michael Douglas. I mean, we're flirting with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find Howard afterwards because she had high heels on, the cat suit, you know, kind of. Was All killing up. And yeah. never, I never was able to find Howard to show him what yeah. I could land <laughs> with isn't, as a busboy. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that weird that there is that sort of thing as men where it's just like you want to kind of show it off the same way i mean i guess we all do it in some in some way shape or form we all just want to be like no no look what i did look i did that well they call it the trophy wife for a reason i guess yeah Yeah. trophy girlfriend but at that particular moment that would have been fun see i'm (laughs) single so i just show off like my calves like i'm very proud he's got great calves the definition (laughs) (laughs) i thought you said your cats oh i mean (laughs) 
I have really muscular uh, legs. That's <laughs> that's what people don't know yeah. from all my running. Do you really? Oh yeah, just I, my legs used to be so huge I could never get pants. So you were like the opposite of the Hans and Franz character. You well, were, I, you're big on bottom and then I had T Rex on top, yeah. gigantic legs <laughs> from running. They just they just blew up. <laughs> Adam is kind of trying. Yeah, to yeah, see I'm trying to the, size up to the jeans. I yeah, can't really exactly. get. It. Show us well, one calf. Either, but, you know, there you go. Yeah, look at that. That's Carvey definition. Carvey definition. So uh, <laughs> dot com, pop pop pop. Get so it. anyway, so, Wait, so so certain. So then you yeah, but but you haven't been on I the show. Connect. You had that. have been on the show. Uh, Love the show. Just just was in New York. Always had to leave, and so this this is, is going to be incredible. He's yeah. the biggest SNL fan. He's going to lose knows, his shit. He knows that he knows every story that from every other. Cast uh, you're going to be we'll so. Good. We'll see. I, I got a lot of stories. Now yeah. now yeah. you've done everything in your career, but uh, until Howard Stern, are, are you? A, Nervous to do Howard Stern? A little bit. Yeah, because I, mean, I just really respect him. He's yeah. very smart. Yeah, um, and he knows how he knows how to interview. He people knows when you're and, kind of you know not being real. Yeah. depending on where you're going. Yeah, you know, sure. so you have to think ahead of time what you might be asked. Yeah, and are you going to punt and kind of go? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you probably the, mm-hmm. would say cool or he, or, or you know he's also a master at taking your. Uh, answer of being like no thanks and then rephrasing it so that you might answer it i know 10 he's, seconds he's, later <laughs> yeah and when it seems like when people get in that room with howard they the, you know the next day the byline on web is you know somebody's never said this before <laughs> yeah sure george clooney yeah. hates you know uh, yeah i'm looking forward to whatever headline that i see on thursday because um, but but then you're not a guy unless in, in, in you have a past that i don't know about or that you help that you hid very very well you don't have the incident of you didn't punch a waitress. You don't have a bunch of kids out of wedlock. You don't have drug episodes. So, like, I I don't know what he, mm, he's fine. thinking. My thing is more um, enigmatic in that you know how I kind of kind of disappeared for fifteen years. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was weird. My career before SNL was very strange. Believe it or not, back in the day, they tried to make me into a teen idol. So I what? was doing. Well, yeah, they didn't care if I was funny. Look at those cheekbones. <laughs> I had a baby face for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, I was on the one of the boys with Mickey Rooney and Nathan Lane. You know yeah. that story, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was in Rockefeller Center in 1980 and watching Eddie Murphy rehearse and thinking, God, can I get up to the to the yeah. eighth floor from the sixth floor? And Holy then I shit. did 72 months later. Being mm. in Burton Kirk's last movie, Burt Lancaster, Kirk yeah. Douglas, being in the one um, with um, – Des Arenas Jr. doing a pilot with him, where Lucio Ball grabbed the mic from the from the warm up guy, and because the the, the it, we were bombing, we were shooting a live sitcom, and yeah. it's it's fucking horrible. What? All of a sudden, and Desi Junior, Desi Arnaz Jr. We're just lit, and we hear, "Come on, you people! What the fuck's wrong with that?" Was, was Lucy, Lucy. Oh my, oh my god. god! So the bleachers emptied, and everyone got in line to get Lucy's autograph. We had to stop <laughs> tape, go back, get get everybody packed in well, ice, she, give him a B twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the, incredible. What was yeah. she like? Just like, how you doing? <laughs> this is one of my first spot on Lucy. First jokes, mm-hmm. okay. First jokes. Yeah. You know how John Wayne's voice changed. This is in the late seventies. <laughs> yeah. John Wayne Young was like, "Well, come on, let's go, Pappy." And then John Wayne by sixty-five was, "Well, well, let's go over the ridge." You know that thing. <laughs> Lucy I'm Ball, same way. Early yeah. Lucy. Hey, Ricky. Lucy mm-hmm. by nineteen seventy. Well. Well, let's go. And that was that was one of my first jokes. It's still getting a laugh. Yeah. It's still getting a laugh. It's good. Um, a little Tom Brokaw on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's or one of my Brokaw, couple. My micro impressions. I've added that one in there. I could use some more of those. Is that the with the one word impressions? 
Yeah, or just really quick hit. This is Tom Brokaw saying, where is the library in Spanish? Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> I mean, it's just a perfect phrase oh, right, yeah. for him, right? <laughs> Have you done a Brokaw puppet pop yet? Um, I think there's a Brokaw celebrity chef that exists. Okay, okay. What the fuck was the <laughs> oven on for? My hand is burnt. This is her degree. <laughs> you know I don't know how to make spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> bolognese. Yeah, it's just, it's one of the iconic voices, and you know a lot of these voices keep coming back. I love the fact you that know, they yeah. that they keep bringing Brokaw back in in the election and. At this point, he's getting just a little like he's almost he's one more segment away of just going. What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, yes. like, <laughs> I mean, really, at this point, the yeah. guys who've seen it all with this election, yeah, and now this latest thing. I mean, seriously, what was the latest thing? What was well, the, the Huma Abedin oh, connection? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's uh, the hits keep coming. You like as as a comic, and and you hit on the election a lot in your uh, most recent Netflix special, which we're advising. straight white male. Everyone. November 4th, Netflix. A yep. bit. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's it hard great. to do political comedy uh, April 30th thinking, well, what's how's it going to play in November? Totally. And, so and there'd be it. no way you could even see what was going to happen. Yeah. This is pre the Billy Bush Didn't tapes. really this think is... Trump would win the nomination. Wasn't sure. Thought yeah. it might you know, implode at that point. But you had enough. <clears throat> I mean, you were great to do enough Hillary Trump stuff in the special that – I Just like we'll I, t- I touched yeah. on it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but uh, mm. yeah, because I mean, it, it is you didn't a Netflix think he was special, gonna... so, so it's going to be evergreen. Wasn't yeah. a slam dunk, you know, mm-hmm. but the phenomenon of Trump will go on. But you know, you write comedy about Trump, and I, I just saw before you guys came here. I think he goes that perv. Anthony Weiner is creating all kinds of crazy trouble for Hillary. So you know what I mean. So he's already pushing the envelope. Jesus. So yeah. it is hard to find the space to satirize him. I, it, yeah, yeah. You, you just you don't even have to satirize at this point. You just say exactly what he said. And, well, and then, I have. I've and done you're that. Good, but you know, just thinking of Fallon next Friday. You know what will be going on? That's the last chance right before the election. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I think you hit it hard. You hit a lot. You hit Trump hard with. I just you know what, but you know what's well, the angle? What, yeah. I was thinking, well, maybe his concession speech he'll still be selling. You know, this is the most tremendous concession speech. <laughs> Never had bigger ratings yeah, yeah. all over the world. Everybody, I don't maybe know. he'll get into some weird thing where he's like, I am the biggest, like I'm the best loser of all time. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. All right, does he the greatest loser, tremendous, <laughs> tremendous. If she had lost. Total disaster. <laughs> She's a loser, okay. loser. I'm the greatest winner, loser. I know. Yeah. So we've all had fun with Trump, but it is kind of time to put it to bed. He I, said so much crazy shit on a day. It's almost like the same way that, like, you know, uh, I said this in my act once, how there's so much crazy shit daily in this country that things yeah. get pushed down the page, and we forget, like, when the guy ate somebody's face on bath salts in Florida five years yeah. ago, we don't even think about that anymore because everything fades. there's so much. Yeah. yeah, but so with Trump, it's like he tops himself daily that... His supporters are like, you're like, hey, do you remember when he said grab him by the pussy? They're like, yeah, yeah, but that was last week. This week he said this, and that wasn't as crazy. So he's not that crazy. Yeah. You're right. like, Billy Bush. <laughs> Billy Bush. I will eat his face off. I will eat his entire face off. He will not have a fucking face because I will have eaten his face. Now, now, said- that was one of my pop puppets. Yeah. Puppet pops. Now, when you go on the Today Show... Will you bring up Billy Bush since he's now since, uh, since that might departed. be a little sensitive? Wow. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the but also a viral uh, video, the puppet pop, which I could almost adapt to a quick bit if they. If I, I think you should bring the puppet pops. Where W. Bush mm-hmm. offers 
Billy Bush a job? Did you see that one yet? Oh, no. no. I, I, it's I a phone call. Now, yeah. you know, um, you can always come down here, Crawford, and clear brush. <laughs> you know, I know you lost that fancy pants job in New York. That's the second time Trump snaked bit on a bush. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, um, you know, I know the station manager, Wake Up Waco, and they get needed weatherman from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Think you do weather? And then I do off camera. Well, who are you talking to, son? And he's on the phone, talking to Billy Bush, Daddy. He's going to do the weather for Wake Up Waco. You know what I'm uh, so I could sh- adapt that. I think you should for sure do that. Yeah, They'd absolutely. love that. Also, uh, rumor is they didn't like him there. So it's like, I think they'll be very... Yeah. Well, um, it's also funny. Like, you're not... You're, doing that is not commenting on the on what he did. It's just kind of saying, like, this is, you know... Well, I'm always... There he is. Hey, hello. <laughs> no, sorry, there, there's equipment there. I, almost yeah. I'm all, I always love writing the line. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost like writing a razor. Like, I yes. love things being subversive, and they're not quite sure where I'm coming from. Yeah. So I never want to be... I'm this comedian, and I'll tell you this, right. um, which people do it brilliantly, mm-hmm. and some of them I'm huge fans of. Yeah. But I like the style of like, what's he saying? And so I'm doing John Wayne and Walter Brennan as time travelers, commenting on political correctness. That's also on Puppet Pops. <laughs> yes. And that, I've gotten some really interesting comments, because Walter Brennan is kind of the, sort of the one explaining things to Duke, who's like, you know, Nowadays, you know, Duke, uh, uh, people are sensitive. I'll give you a sensitive, you know. <laughs> well, they don't want to be triggered. I was almost triggered by one-eyed Slim in Colorado. You know, it's like some of those jokes. And well, they, I mean, that, that, they got to go in a safe room. Yeah. yeah, you know that kind of stuff. You, you, it's all on there. Oh, you could imagine trying to explain to John Wayne. No, John. Uh, so, <laughs> some people, some people are going into the uh, men's bathroom. Some are going into women's bathroom. Some <laughs> yeah. want their own bathroom, and then. However, John Wayne. Oh, you're so funny. Uh, High five on that because it's on there. Oh, it is? It's the first one. He goes, Well, you know, nowadays um, they got a thing called it's called politically correct. (laughs) What are you talking about, Pappy? Well, you know, people are sensitive. We don't want to hurt the feelings. Like nowadays they got public restrooms, no more outhouses. (laughs) They got one for the men and the women's. Well, what's the problem, Pappy? Well, uh, nowadays, uh, no problem. But if you got man, if you're a man, you got man parts. But he identifies a woman, you can use ladies' bathroom. And if you're a lady and got lady parts, but you identify as a man, you can use a man. Pappy, you're making no sense. Give me back to 1850. You know. All right, firing up the time machine. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you guys afterwards. Oh, yeah, but it's so funny it. to think of that. You, you know, you want to go through all these things, and I found it was a way to comment. Mm-hmm. Not being straight white male, Dana Carvey. Come on, it's brilliant. Hey, it's sure. Doris Day. What's he? Who is he? Um, you have so many more uh, freedoms, I think, when you're doing it through a character and impression, right? I, I think on, so. Yeah. And what I've discovered in doing this is the um, these the asymmetrical aspect to yeah. posting things because the the premise is in the byline, mm-hmm. so the premise is there, and yeah. you can come in in the middle. You know, there doesn't have to. You don't have to think of it as a sketch because Saturday Night Live sketches tend to go five, six, seven minutes from right. beginning, mm-hmm. middle, end. But once these 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 little things I'm doing, these little vignettes, and also, yeah, of course, if I'm talking through another voice rather than me, because when I'm on stage, I have this huge brand from Saturday Night Live, which is a good problem to have. Yeah, and Wayne's sure. World. Yeah, so they, they they really want me. I danced out there a little bit in the special, but then scurried back very quickly because right. the audience like what. You know, so I did it a little bit, but I always wanted to be entertaining. But you know, mm-hmm. stand up's difficult that way. For how'd me. you yeah. uh, How'd you feel the special went? Um, I was not, you know, I, I think that a lot of times you shoot a special, it's very hard to get out of your head. And yeah. you're working in clubs, you're levitating the room often because mm-hmm. of the the idea of a club. 
packed yeah. tight couple drinks and then and then let's bring in 30 cameras let's bring yeah. in all the the spotlights let's do all the stuff that you weren't put, used to every and time put them you on the audience and so you're kind of leaning into the win i think unless you do these a lot and find a way around it i've seen specials where they really mm-hmm. so you know I, I i i guess it went good i'm not objective like i don't like looking at myself in editing and over and over again right. because i see the mistakes i see when i'm thinking too much i see when i pulled back like so i'm seeing all this stuff the audience probably hasn't seen. Yeah, of course. Well, because you you get you get too close to it, and then you have to you have to almost step away from it, and and then come back with fresh eyes. Yeah, you know, it was it's funny because I thought you you think all these things, you make all the the best laid plans, and then there's yeah. always surprises. Yeah, you know, and so one of the things was well, you know, they don't need to see you push all the time. Don't don't push. You know. And then I thought, and so then when I saw it, I thought I was a little not riding the wave as much. It was sort of starting and stopping. Right. You know? Then I saw yours. Now, since I didn't know yours, <laughs> and I saw it, I go, damn, now that is a good special. Oh, thank you. Because you were, you were on your toes the whole time. Uh, well, you know, I, like I got, basically I, pushing this yeah. energy. Um, but anyway. Um, thank you, by the way. What was the difference between the first show? Because you did two shows, right? Yeah. Uh, well, the, the second show was better and better energy. Right. And Adam was uh, oh, yeah. sort of hosting yeah so well, he, i mean that was you happened to be in town well that was amazing because i was doing the club in boston and you hit me up on the thursday and we're like hey i'm doing a special on friday which i had completely forgot it was at the wilbur and you're like can i come by and hang with the fam and i was like yeah do you want to go up and it was my first time with this club which by the way right. i'm now a god at that club because oh, you sure. came in and i did my hour and then dana goes up and does 30 and uh and then we came out and talked for a little bit and that was a blast and then the next night you said like that they uh you did the first Oh, no, no, you did shows Friday and Saturday, right? Is that Yeah, what? yeah. And so then on Saturday you said that um, they kind of – and this is just something you maybe don't think about. And it's in Bradley, your special with having the producer come out and kind of give a speech yeah. right. before the special. Yeah. And it kind of – and setting up the rules and whatnot and then just starting. And it's like you still forget that there does need to be some – Sort of an energetic warm up, yeah. Just sort of getting people in the in the routine of laughing and going, "Oh, this is how this is how it works." The person says something, we 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 listen, then we laugh. It it, it to me, I always wanted an opener, not just so it's the producer saying, "Okay, lights, camera, smile totally. big, it was, it make was, the old joke like, don't sit next to your mistress because this will be on television.' You will not use the restroom during the performance. <laughs> right. you know I mean? Well, you told me that's so, where the guy was like such a like, don't don't get up because it's and, a TV thing. And now here's Dax Carvey, and it was like Jesus. <laughs> so it really helped. Yeah. when you, you came in and did that. I mean, there's a few things I learned. I mean, one thing was I thought in the end of the day, what really what what I really like more than anything in what I do in show business, if people like the crunchiness or chewiness of some word packages that, that stick with them, you mm-hmm. know? So in the writing of it, I tried to make stuff that was a little more um, just ornate in the writing because I thought it just sits there for a long time. A lot yeah. of times if you're in a club, it's Friday night, you're not – like I did a thing, Charming Hitler, where he's saying <laughs> – like Hitler must have been charming at some point. And so yeah. I love the word package of Himmler. Uh, so stealthy, so so secretive. Everyone loves your haircut, but no one knows who your baba is. So like if I if some college kid comes up to me in two years and goes, everyone knows who your baba is, but no one knows. That's what I love. So I did in the writing try to make it please myself a little more. Right. Mm-hmm. The other thing I learned or thought about, which Netflix kind of pointed out to me, which was very interesting to me. So you go to a club. Mm-hmm. And you know they're not going to leave. Or a theater. Right. So you're kind of starting out meandering around. Now you're on Netflix or anywhere, Showtime, 
we're all just a second away from I'll hit this Click. later. Yeah. So you got to front load the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. the audience out in TV land can leave at any second now any because point. there's 9,000 cool things on. So even for me, I'll watch specials piecemeal, friends of mine. All right. I probably watched yeah. yours in two parts because that's how good it was. Ah, thank you. But, but you know, <laughs> sometimes, you know, because so that was kind of interesting to me. So in the editing, we kind of restacked it a little bit to start it a little stronger. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, because now people, like you say, they have within the first five minutes, if if they're not seeing what they want or seeing something they like, they just go, uh, or, or I can go to the other 9,000 Netflix specials that are on right now. Yeah, and, you know, I've become, you know, the kind of old eccentric, like I was playing mm. the comedy store, and my style is sort of a throwback or whatever you want to call it. So my special is in some ways a variety show <laughs> because my impulse is to write in sketch yeah. and do sketch. That's right. Not a singular attitude with a stand-up, on their toes yeah. doing that, which mm-hmm. is traditional stand-up. Sure. Um, there's observational this and that. One think, point sort of view, of a, one sort of kind of a, central a, character. A plaintiff, almost like yeah. an attorney in a courtroom, you know, making their point. And so for me, since my stuff's always subversive and sort of wrapped in a cute bow with cute voices, yeah. so it's always kind of under underneath, you know. But um, that's, that's the thing about the start or the sort of, it, it's portable. In other words, you don't have to watch it all the way through, folks. <laughs> you know, you can spin ahead, and if you like a skit, like I do Paul McCartney and John Lennon talking to each other for about four minutes, oh, okay. just That's go to that bit. and share that. that. So it is bifurcated like that. There's sections, and I didn't realize till I started warming up for the special, playing clubs with Tom and Dex, my two sons, yeah. mm-hmm. that I miss really small rooms. You do. Because in the small rooms, you can go into a little more... Um, fine writing yeah, and they'll yeah. listen and in a big room your tendency is to fill that space and it's a little obtuse in the balcony unless the sound system is amazing yeah there's a gladiator element so yeah there's you know. there's there's more pressure and there's and they, they allow you to they, they're a little more patient in the clubs they trust you a little more but when you're in a theater it's just this is a show and you've got to play yeah it, and now the back of the room is 150 feet yeah, yeah. and you're playing for that back yeah of the room. i don't feel the whole room in a, in a theater with a, a balcony like i would in like a you know the ice house or something yeah mm-hmm. and sometimes the balcony is watching the audience as much and they're watching the show down there right yeah you can get disconnected and it just depends on your style you can make a choice to do a rock and roll set and be on your toes and loud and big you know mm. but I, this is so it was interesting it was fun it, it's television though you yeah know, on the end of the day you can't really capture stand-up you can maybe get but you the vis it's the smell of it's the life yeah for it, sure you, i'm, I'm you never a hundred percent can capture yeah that. i'm always shocked when people come to me i after shows like wow we watched both your specials but it's so much better live we had no idea it's like yeah stand up is better live do you want to watch a video of a concert or do you want to be at the concert like you want to be there there there, there there's just a different energy well it depends yeah. phil collins looks better on hd than <laughs> sitting away from well they had me in 4k <laughs> at age 60 does that scare you <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, because you look fantastic. Yeah. I look fantastic. What are you supposed to look like? <laughs> what are you supposed to look? But uh, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, Jay Leno, who has all these kind of, you know, very wise things because he's he's a he's a scientist. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, it's shooting a stand-up special. He never, you know, never do that. And he says, uh, you know, it's like watching watching a, a stand-up through a through a window into the club. But you're on the you're on the sidewalk. It's like looking through the window. So that's removed. You know. Yeah. I saw some rock and roll sets from Robin Williams. 
up in Northern California where it was all deconstructed and just mayhem and you yeah. know, way, way out there. And you're like, well, wow, man, where the fuck are the cameras right now? I think yeah. the only way to be totally sane is to go lo-fi with these new cameras and mm-hmm. just go, I'm going to go to a small room and shoot it 10 times yeah. over a three-month period. And, you know, and uh, that might help. Mm-hmm. But since, yeah, well, I think your stuff pops. But, you know, again, comedy is surprise. So when you know it, yeah. you're kind of cooked. Well, now they're, they're, yeah. they're talking about the they, they're talking about with uh, VR technology that now yes. that now they can they can you could literally do a stand up special and there will be two essential cameras in the room that have 360 degrees that people anywhere in the world can put on glasses and now they're in the theater have a seat. and they can look around and they'll see what's happening in real time. And so you're telling me something very shocking. You're saying that Kevin Hart has not already done that. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> like someone's got to do that no. yesterday. Tim Allen actually is the first one. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're drunk for 90 three, minutes. 360 degrees. It's great. Um, let, let yeah. Him. These are all silent films. These yeah. are all going to play in some college class. Leno yeah. really hasn't done a special, has he? Uh, he never would because yeah. he just wow. well Jay has a way he thinks he has his own type of logic like why, why would you shoot a special then everyone knows your jokes I mean why would you do that you know <laughs> yeah um, you're like well Jay because some of us need to let people know that we're still doing stand up and we're still alive and we're and well, what, what, what our stuff is I, I get it terribly bored the, the work part of stand up is the redundancy yeah. sure and I wanted to get all this stuff off my plate yeah you know and now I'm just trying to re-up my energy to get another hour you know yeah are, no, are, by are the you, way is this air conditioning are you, can feels you great this? okay no, do you no, mind you, if I get my cup of tea go I for it yeah, yeah talk amongst okay. yourselves yeah. <laughs> 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 you're, um, you're a big tea guy, yeah? Yeah. Uh, wheat coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. Nice. Beer at 5.30. Nice. What kind of beer? Um, what kind of beer? Yeah. yeah. L- lagers. I mean, a- IPAs are too much. You know, you go to, yeah, try this. It's like 11%. You know, <laughs> you carry it out on a stretcher. I should uh, I should bring you some of my beer. I, I, I own well, a brewery. I know. That's yeah. fascinating. I own a brewery. You're an investor in a brewery. Eh, well, I'm, I own it, <laughs> technically. That, no, I think that's a very, very hip thing, you know. Yeah, why? Why, mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> I'll, uh, next time I'm down in San Diego, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. What do you think? I, I'm always. I was having this conversation the other day about um, like uh, beer slogans and just like how lazy they are, right? Like you look at someone like tequila, like um, Don Julio. It's like their slogan is like, you know, um, uh, some uh, some play the game, others change it, right? Like a very like distinguished, cool. But beer is like Miller Lite. It's Miller time. It's like so fucking lazy. They could just be like, it's mm-mm beer beer. Like the slogans, <laughs> well, because they're, you know, they're, they're, they're advertising to such a, like, you know, the people who are seeing beer commercials are already fucked up. Oh, totally. I right? think Dex and I are working on, uh, there's something to do about those, um, it's more like spirits. Like, yeah. Remy, you know, never surrender. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, never surrender? Like, <laughs> never make child payments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, you're just getting drunk. You're not changing. Yeah. The How world. macho you're can not, it get? Yeah. You That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. getting completely shit faced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not going to surrender, are you? Yeah, drink the beer with your dick if you're a real man. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus. poison your entrocanonical <laughs> system with pure grain alcohol. Suck every last drop of water out of your orifice. Dig up your grandparents and show them how a real man parties. Yeah. 
at this point, it should just be whiskey, because you don't want to be a pussy, do you? (laughs) (laughs) And if you are, Donald Trump will grab it. (laughs) I just thought of one that I was seriously thinking you can use it for your brewery, something with a baseball motif, like an IPA Mm -hmm. called Home Run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why settle for a double? (laughs) 14% (laughs) beer. No, I I drink sort of the lagers, because I'm a lightweight. I can't drink... You know, I mean, uh, between uh, you guys, so maybe like three beers would get you drunk. Oh, between between Dan yeah. and I, yeah, uh, yeah, I could have half a one, yeah, and then he could have the other two. Definitely, if it was IPAs, yeah, yeah. three Stellas, maybe. Okay, but what do we? We got an advertiser now. <laughs> Stella Trois. You know when I when the world's most interesting man first came out, yeah. I went on Conan right away and did a joke about him. Nice. And what was it? Oh, here was the joke, because I don't really do a lot of jokes, like, but it was funny. I go, yeah, the world's interesting man now does a commercial for Trojan condoms. You know, <laughs> I don't always practice safe sex, but when I do, it's Trojans. And then it's, stay horny, my friends. <laughs> so I got a letter sent in the, in the world's most interesting man what? vernacular and like a case of uh, whatever it was. Dosekis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Isn't that great? <laughs> oh, that, my God. So I'm such mean, a fan of that's that. That's like the president calling you after you win the Super Bowl. One of the greatest, um, you know, campaigns oh, ever, right? I mean, think one of the greatest sure. courses of all time. And yeah. then, and World's then, most interesting man. And then it just makes you think, why didn't I make a joke about Lamborghinis? <laughs> if, if, I don't always drive Lamborghinis. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But when I do, it's Lamborghini. <laughs> Stay fucked up, my friends. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but like, but yeah, but like, then they send you Lamborghinis instead oh, right, of beer. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. And he's just stra- he's just pitching himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't think there's uh, we don't think there's anything you can do to yeah. stay something at the end. Yeah. yeah. I'll think of it. Hold on. <laughs> I don't always drive Maseratis, but when I do, it's a Maserati. Nope. <laughs> No, it doesn't work. <laughs> now, uh, so uh, your new your new special, which we'll go back to that, which is uh, uh, I, straight, straight white male, straight white, white male, male 60. 60. Yeah, that's right. Now I was going to name it "Humans Are Fantastic," but uh, it was just, I was around millennials, so they go, "It's you know, you got to just say you got to have something." Had a Tom and Dexter on that. Yo, yo, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to do that, Dad. I would click on that. I really click on because <laughs> they forget anyone else's names of specials. They yeah. forget whether it's uh, "How you doing, folks?" or "Me right. again." Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, is is sixty everything you thought it would be? Is there surprises? Is there disappointments? Is great question. Yeah. What is there about is sixty what you thought it was going to be as a kid? Oh, As man. a kid, no. Yeah. When you were dream- on the playground, dreaming of sixty, I'm a yeah. lot more youthful than I thought was possible. Because to me, I'm probably we. You guys would have to look it up. Insert later. Yeah. Am I Fred Mertz's age? The guy on I Love Lucy, was he sixty when he started that show? Oh, because uh, that's geez. what I my perception of sixty was. That I mean, right. if you look at Clark Gable, Spencer Tracy, FDR. 60 mm-hmm. was a pretty good lifespan when I was a kid. That's yeah. when a guy was boozed up, cigaretted out. You know, yeah. you know, he had just everything was blocked. Every artery was blocked. <laughs> and they kind of did a header around 60. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had no idea I would have be this this energetic and stuff. Yeah. You, feel, you feel so, I mean, every day you just feel like you have so I much feel energy. in a given moment. Like when I did the Laugh Factory, I was a little tired that night because I get up early. If I, I probably did one of the puppet shows, did all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm a little, the only thing is just, you know, Around 50 or 55, the phrase I use, energy is the new high. So you covet <laughs> nice. energy. Yeah. 
and you can really be your best. The great thing about stand-up, you could still, in that hour, you could still match your 25-year-old self, yeah. mm-hmm. but then you're packed in ice for three days. <laughs> you know, I can't do, I would do Tuesday through Sunday, 90-minute yeah. sets tour, before I got SNL, wow. you know, and just grinding like that. So I can do it, but I just have to pace myself. So you can be exactly... Sure. Like you were at 30, but then you have to be packed in ice for a while. Right. Do you nap? uh, Every day. Yeah. (laughs) I don't always fall asleep. But when I do, I when think I do, <laughs> I'm when wearing, I do, tro- I'm wearing Trojan it. condoms. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when I do, it's with a whore. Yeah. <laughs> on, on a waterbed. <laughs> I had a waterbed once. Worst invention in history. <laughs> the worst. I mean, <laughs> and you, and you thought, <laughs> and, and, and every guy that got one was like, this, this is what, this is, this is what chicks want. Yeah. The sensation of drowning during sex. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like being waterboarded. Because yeah. you know, you, if you woke up face down, <laughs> just a bubbly plastic wrap full of like from the makers of shitty hammocks come yeah. water beds yeah. for, and for me semen, I... semen filled water will relax, relax your back now I'm doing Casey Kasem I tell you what in, the, count, in, in, in the countdown of greatest things that guys thought they would have to get laid at number two comes Waterbed. Waterbed. And she writes. <laughs> and number one is a lava lamp. <laughs> they kind of went together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now just we're going a lot of way like... back. Um, Kasem's but, a good, uh, would be a good puppet K- pop. He would. And even that is just KTL Presents. Even if you don't right. know who Casey Kasem is. The top, the top 10 crazy batshit things Donald Trump has said yeah. this campaign. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Number one, actually... grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, grab her by the pussy. I was working on, this is a throwback voice, you yeah. know, Johnny Carson. I was working on, so the robots are taking over everything. Mm-hmm. Even uh, people do music, they, the robots or the computers. Oh, the um, Electra, or what is it? Uh, the Amazon has the... Uh... Yeah, well, the algorithm that for the hook, yeah. which a lot of these artists use for music. Yeah, that's how they uh, that's how they did the uh, "Let It Go" song from Frozen. What? Yes, they 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 yeah. they literally typed put it in the computer. They put an algorithm in a computer to say, examine all the top all hooks of all all time. the hooks of all time, and then come up with a hook that applies to that. So literally, the reason why "Let it's It Go" so is such a big hit is because it's a jam up of everything. Yeah. A computer yes. literally said, yes. "This is the most addicting hook." It's Umbop, could... It's Happy Birthday. It's, it's uh, and the it's computer just came up with. It. So oh the, my the God. final yeah. thing is whether they can make a robot stand up. So I thought it'd be the. <laughs> I'm standing up now just because Tom was showing me how to do the robot thing, the Johnny yeah. X one. So they would they would pattern after Carson because they put in the computer. In the computer. Right. That is the ultimate guy. Yeah, his ultimate stand up. Um, um, two nuns walk into a bar. <laughs> I'm just waving. It. Anyway, I, uh, I mean, it's like a mime piece. Yeah. So the it, Johnny one just really makes me laugh. So ten thousand of them. So yeah. we're out of business. Yeah, They're in every done. club in the country. So destroying. it's so a great idea. It's going to be Westworld. <laughs> Basically, it's Westworld with that, or it could be the Leno one. <laughs> Did you hear about this? <laughs> Did you hear about this? If my latest uh, Jay Leno micro impression is Jay Leno stubs his toe. Man, you know, just walking along the three day. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like you threw a golf cart in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to make any sense. They're <laughs> but, insane. But they're just quick uh, little puppet Leno. pops and uh, micro impressions. Have you done a Leno puppet pop? Um, no, but yeah. I we could sometimes I just pick them up in the morning and look at them and go, this is kind of a cool puppet. Oh yeah, you know. And you could just, I mean, you could do some They're old infinite. school Leno monologue jokes, you know, on like oh, yeah. what's happening now, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's infinite. And I, w- I would love to have guest voices. Yeah. That's what okay. I, 
Yeah. Done. Uh, we, I I can come on and do less good impressions than you. And <laughs> no, you can do your own. Um, what's the one you? Well, Statham all, is a go-to. Yeah, you go to Jason Statham. You know, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 do the puppet pop right there. Do yeah. dead, fucking data cough. See, that's yeah. See, accuracy counts for nothing. I mean, it's yeah. really commitment. Yep. And mm-hmm. is it funny? Yep. It's like Alec Baldwin. It, it's just a character that's brilliantly capturing something besides him doing a perfect impression. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. this other thing he did with it, which really is effective. So I always tell people, because I can't do what Frank Caliendo does. I mean, maybe I'd have a few voices that could match him. Yeah. But he's, you know, Kevin Pollock's Christopher Walken, because I did that Walken one. And yeah. then someone mm-hmm. goes, that does, I go, well, Pollock's is the best. What yeah. can I say? Yeah. There's no second best. There's no one close to him. You right? don't think so? You think Not with Walken. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, we're he's all, crazy. We're all doing impressions of. Pollock doing, yeah, basically, yeah. Don't know where do I mean, I actually did do him initially from him being on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you know that story, right? Bear suits are funny. No. Oh well, you know, this everyone knows that you go to Saturday Night Live and you're in the room with the host with mm-hmm. Lorne Michaels. Right. All the writers are jammed in there, right? And then they go around, and they pitch him ideas. You're a waiter. You're this, and he's just staring out the window the whole time, just looking off. And we're pitching stuff. So finally, Lorne Michaels goes to Christopher Walken, and this is verbatim. Oh, uh, Chris, is there anything you'd like to say? We've been there for two hours, hadn't said a word, staring mm-hmm. off, and he just goes, "The greatest non sequitur in history, I believe." Quote. Bear suits are funny, and bears as well. <laughs> bear suits are funny, and bears as well is kind of brilliant. Oh was there? Bear suits are funny, yeah. and bears as well. I, th- I think that I mean bear suits are funny, That's and bears as well. Bear suits are funny, and bears as well. Was there but any talk br- about bears before that? Nothing. <laughs> He just been thinking about, it. and and was he even thinking about that that whole time, or did it hit him right before Lauren asked him that? Maybe right then, you or know? it'd been in the back of his head. So then we had a sketch Jack Handy wrote that was brilliant. So it's me and Christopher Walken, and we're aliens inside a spaceship, <laughs> and the joke is every time we come down and our little door comes to the bottom of the spacecraft, we we kill an Earthling. So when we come out, <laughs> everyone's really pissed at us. He's like, "We come in peace," you know, and they're like, "Hey, you," you know, and he always had this thing before we ran away. He would say, "Lads." Get out of here. <laughs> and then we would run up and go inside the wooden fake spaceship. And I'd be like one inch from Chris's face, and yeah. he'd be just red faced laughing. Just a... <laughs> Did he break a lot? Did he, have a good... he has a good sense of humor, yeah? He's just uh, one of a kind. I mean, he was the first guy on SNL as a host. You'd be doing a sketch with him. He would just look, wouldn't look at you, would just look at the cue card and read it, and it worked perfectly. I thought you can't just look away and yeah, look at right. the card, You'd but be he in did. The scene, yeah, he just there's no one. Yeah, he's I, just I, the I wonder if I wonder if he's aware. Like I wonder if when he talks or when he's doing shows or something, if he sort of walkens it up. Like if he's aware of the impression, if he starts to bind the hype of yeah, well, he John is. Lovitz, who's like like wears all his emotions on his sleeve, did go, you know his friends with Christopher Walken and oh, asked nice. him. Do you know what you're doing? Do you kind of exaggerate it? You know, because that's John. You know? Yeah. And I think he did say, yeah, I know. But he, uh, you know, he just invented it. Sure. Yeah. It's just the most seductive. And I don't know who, you know, in my lifetime, everyone had to do a Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Then everyone had to do a Walken. And, mm-hmm. you know, is there, is there someone who Right now, Trump. Step? Right now, it's Trump. Right Probably, now, yeah. everyone has to have a Trump at, at some point or in some way, shape, or form, even... But yeah, it's like, I guess him, but then once the election moves on in a year, will it still be Trump? Probably not. I know. And you know, the thing is, no, it'll, it'll, he'll be around like where Ross Perot was for Mm -hmm. a few years. But, you know, it makes you realize it is, again, that just the, um, the, 
discipline of it all. So it's kind of like, okay, I got I to gotta learn a Trump to do. Yeah. And then you just discipline yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we should make a pact that we're going to target somebody yeah. <laughs> that will do next time we do the podcast. Because you really do need to kind of go, I want to do. Like with Michael Caine, after I saw Steve Coogan do it, I go, I want to do it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to do that Seems voice. Like and fun... so I taped Michael Caine, um, and then I just listened to it, and I just kept going back and forth. That's the way I do it. And that You I have did... to listen to it, yeah. So, some you can probably hear once and just... Probably that yeah. one. I just you, when you first try, it's embarrassing. You have to do it in your car. Yeah, it's of not course. good at all. <laughs> but I realized the key to him was the day show. The day show had to step down like that, and that was the way I got to the pattern of Michael Caine. But it was the day show who did it. I would love to hear Michael Caine doing the uh, um, reading back the transcript of the Trump bus conversation. <laughs> I'm so famous. I just go right up and I'll kiss him right on the face. I do. And they love it. They let I just kiss. I just kiss. I grab her by the pussy. I grab her right by the pussy. And they don't mind it at all. If they're famous, they let, they, they let you do anything. I you, moved. you always have to have the tic-tacs. Yeah. Yeah. I have tic-tacs. I moved on her like a bitch. I take a tic-tac and that's what I do. <laughs> I once thick fist fucked an acrobat. <laughs> Sorry, what kid is? The thing, a, the thing uh, is, uh, is when you say that, you go, wait, did Trump? And how sad is it that when you say the phrase, oh, it I, can't be. I, 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 I once fist fucked an acrobat, where you go, wait, did the Republican nominee for yeah. president actually say that? Yeah. There is, how do, you, how do you exaggerate? I showed the acrobat, she was very lovely. <laughs> And she was Italian down after a particularly arduous. Now I'm doing Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I just went bloody Alfred Hitchcock. Good evening. No, nobody. We just lost them all. <laughs> what I did was I fish fucked an acrobat. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Now, if two years from now a college yeah. kid comes up to me and goes, oh, "Man, fish fucked an acrobat," yeah. <laughs> that yeah. makes me happy because okay, that's go. a good word packing. Yeah. Right? like that's chewy. All right, chewy. All, all the listeners, when you see Dana Carvey in two years, just remember to walk up to him and say, "Fish fucked an acrobat." <laughs> Fish fuck at acrobat. Payne's voice too is so perfect for like you just said chewy words. Like he's right, his cadence and delivery is so supportive yeah. of great words. I feel like, and I think that it, the older Kane is so has so much weight to him with that you know sort of very very serious. It's the yeah. wise old man that you know is going to yeah. say something good. We've got to go. You did see Interstellar? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got to go through the wormhole, and it's the only way to save the Earth. <laughs> Oh, ride, 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 ride. Yeah, you have like such a great Dutch position. Yeah, them both. You know, so you have the, the guy who you who you say who you could totally believe is the greatest physicist in the world. That's who he is, and he's telling country boy redneck what to do. what what to do. I tell. You. But when I first started doing, you think about going down flights of stairs. I don't know what to do with you. So that's a way into it if you want. Nasal and then go down this, go right down the stage. Start up here and go right down the little stage till you go to the bottom. And then go to the top and go right down the little stage. There you go. Have you thought about maybe when you go on the Today Show pulling out a uh, Regis? Will Kathy Lee be there? Anyway, could it be? I'm doing Coda and whatever. Coda and Kathy? Afterwards for a New Year's Eve thing. Yeah, got it. Anyway, are you ready for this? It's crazy. Crazy Trump's a babbit. Yeah. I mean, he and Regis were like best friends. What? Or really, really good friends. Trump and Regis? Yeah, Trump is um, as a friend. I bet sure. he's just the most charming sure. guy. 
Fantastic, Regis. Totally fantastic. Well, uh, okay? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm sure he just never stops complimenting you. You know, or, or you, I, you say anything, and it's yes. That's like. Did I that's, say that's this last time? So I played Atlantic City once for a high roller, and I was at the Trump Hotel, mm-hmm. and I'm in a giant ballroom with a thousand high rollers, and I'm the comedian. Okay, Trump's not there, but they're gonna put his voice on a big speaker. What? Introducing me. He praised me so much for 10 minutes to, you know, make the high roll. Yeah. We only have the most fabulous entertainment. This next gentleman, you know, church lady, fantastic. Isn't that special? (laughs) Terrific. Really (laughs) tremendous. Okay. Here we have, and he went on for a minute. So, yeah, if he's in your wheelhouse, he's a very charming guy. And also probably people never thought of him being present. And for what he is, and if they're friends with him, it's like one of those people that you just go, oh, I chalk him up for being that guy. He's kind of an asshole, but he's charming, and he's rich, and he throws great parties, whatever. you know. And so you're like, that's my that friend, right? But for him to now be present, then it's... <laughs> well, I, I, it's amazing you think of him in a sense like sort of a goofball. Yes. Uh, orange-haired casino guy with everything's gold. and You, you kind of laugh. You don't take him seriously. And then he's like mm-hmm. kind of... If you just put on Google the most hated man in history, it's almost a little sad. Yeah. That's why I did do this puppet, which I recorded, but I didn't put on yet, of him singing the Who song. No one knows what it's like to be the sad man, to be the bad man behind blue eyes. They're very blue. Totally blue. <laughs> the bluest no eyes knows. you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't do karaoke because he'd always stop himself to yeah, comment he, on the lyrics. To comment. That's, yeah. He always used every word to comment. I like big butts and I cannot lie <laughs> the absolute best butts best I don't, I, I don't the do best best. the second best butts <laughs> only the biggest only the, the most biggest. spectacular gold plated butts the biggest butts <laughs> yeah that's a yeah. good song for him yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't I was thinking of because Obama always sang you know uh, I was thinking of what other presidents would what they would have sang yeah, because you know, uh, W would have been. We got to do stuff for America. Camp Town, what is, <laughs> what is that song? Camp, Camp Town, Town races. Camp Town races. Yeah, is that sing, it? Sing the song. Camp Town races. Don't. I don't. Something that just fits his. You know. And then, of course, and then uh, I feel like Bill Clinton would sing, I like it when you call me Big Papa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> I do. I just, when I did him Move, in the bitch, 90s on my show, I didn't really have him. Mm-hmm. But the Clinton I like now is the throwaway Clinton. Because he's all, he's all kind of mumbly like that and sort of just throws things away like that, you know? Yeah. He just kind of talks like this and goes like that, you know? And I'm, I'll probably do this on Tuesday, but, but it, it's been killing. Just they got to... Probably Hillary will win because they were able to clamp Bill. Because Bill made everything worse. Like when she fainted, he went on Charlie Rose and he oh, like, I that. he dug such a hole. Yeah. You know, Charlie. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, she does faint on a pretty regular basis because because <laughs> she's just a little little bitty thing and she's a little thick in the bun and thigh, oh, which God. I think is adorable. Oh, but she's built like a little top, and we get a little humidity. She'll just like teeter right over, and they're like, clamp, cut the mic, cut yeah, the mic, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, the system is rigged. I think <laughs> the system is rigged. It's something about some about those two together. Maybe puppet show. Did you? Oh, Clinton and Trump. Maybe. Clinton and Bernie. Because I'm um, oh, a Trump yeah. and Bernie. Yeah, yeah. This is the riggy part. Maybe yeah. like that. Maybe it's that thing where they kind of realize that they're more alike than they thought they were. Well, Just, or the or the abstract system's totally rigged. The system is rigged. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> or the abstract is them as pirates. <laughs> it's not rigged properly. We got to rig it better than that. <laughs> we got a rig. We got a rig. Pull on the rig. I don't know something about that yes. old fashioned ship. Yeah, that'd yeah. be just for. 
Oh god! I did want. You, did you see uh, Clinton? Yeah. Uh, the Clintons with the uh, was it the DNC with all the balloons? That video of them? Yes. Freaking out about the balloons. Yeah, like when they fell at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it was the yeah. And and and, and there were so many memes and videos of them because they were like it was like they'd never seen balloons before. Yeah. They were just <laughs> already sort of fun in that nature. Yeah. The memes, the stuff that hits the web so fast, yeah. and, and the, the the stuff that I saw with. Uh, Hillary and Trump singing and people doing different ones of them singing on the debate. You've seen oh, any yeah. of those? A time of your life. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you're kind of like, damn, you got to be fast Quick. on the trigger. No yeah. kidding. It, 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 it's just amazing that it used to be where you would see a debate or you'd see a, a thing or something happen in the news and go like, wow, I can't wait to see what SNL does about that this weekend or like in, in, mm-hmm. in five days. Now you see something and that night there's things on the internet there, there, there there's there's sketches there's uh memes there it, mm-hmm. it's the whole thing it's it, it's just completely instantaneous i know so you know just i i like it i like this environment now you know mm-hmm. brad like, told me that uh people were yelling frame oj at some of your shows is that yeah true? you tweet yeah you, you tweeted out is that like because oj came back uh, oj came back and they started popularity. yelling it out so i put for a while i had on the facebook page my bit from the 96 special, we're, we're framing OJ you in. Yeah. Which would, again, you know, I was a little self-deprecating about this special. I was the same about that one. Yeah. But then when I saw it 20 years later, I go, well, that was pretty cool as an angle on that trial at the time. Yeah. So that was, any kind of joke that can last 20 years later is fantastic. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, so now people are kind of rediscovering it. I mean, have you sort of brought, have, have you brought OJ back in your act at all or? I tried to do it one night because I was trying to remember it. But yeah, I thought yeah. as a take because the frustration of watching the trial because the whole thing, it, he either was framed or he did it. So we do know that. Yeah. Right. He either is framed or he did it. Yeah. So let's take let's break down if he was framed. Mm-hmm. How many people would have to have been in on it? How how to have been spontaneous, you know? So it's like we're framing OJ, you in? I mean, yeah. I like OJ, but it's just too good. <laughs> Framing OJ, you in? Framing OJ, like a hundred people spontaneously decided to risk prison time yeah. and mm-hmm. their careers to frame OJ. So maybe if they'd done that, but yeah, yeah, well, maybe he's innocent. <laughs> maybe, but probably definitely not. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, but, like, like, how do you respond when people yell out? Like, I'm, I'm sure they yell that. They yell chopping broccoli. Like, they yell out cla- uh, classic bits. Do you? Do you sort of wet their beaks a little bit, or do you just yeah, kind of... Yeah, I do, and I don't really blame them. I'm never really mad. I mean, the funniest one, if I'm playing a big theater, mm-hmm. and let's say it's a Friday night show and there's some alcohol involved, about every 30 seconds from way in the back, all I hear is, Lady! <laughs> church lady. Yes. <laughs> lady! I like that they're too lazy to even do the full name. They don't name. even say church. <laughs> lady! Does you it... know the one! <laughs> lady! <laughs> But that's perfect because then I could do the church lady. Yes. Well, well, well. We want to yeah. organize the show the way we want to. <laughs> we don't have a little thing called patience, do we? We sit, Mister Alcohol, and Mister Brain can't quite figure out what Mister Mouth is saying. So it just—it's a perfect, you know. Has anybody ever uh, schwinged you after a show? Oh yeah. You get how do you, how do you, res- you just do it right back, right? Or do you just swing, take it? You swing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just, yeah. Let's get how did that even go. come about? I don't even think we asked you that yet. You know, a lot of those catchphrases, I, Schwing was definitely Mike mm-hmm. Myers, you know, just he brilliantly constructed these, you know, like party on. Like I was, when we first started doing it, I thought, you know, I said, well, what about Bill and Ted? Don't they say party on and excellent? It was like already out yeah. of the theaters. Right. But, yeah. 
but the way Mike did it, it just sort of reinvented it in the right right. But so it was just a cool thing. I mean, to me, the secret to Wayne's World, if there was one, was that the two biggest losers in the town are the happiest guys in the town by far because they just ritualize everything. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of a classic motif, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like the Marx Brothers, basically. Yeah. You yeah. know, Sphincter says what? That could have been Groucho Marx. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a Sphincter says what? Take a sphincter and divide a monkey. You know, yeah, I'm for it, I don't always <laughs> touch my sphincter, but when I do, it's your sphincter. There we go. Not bad. There this is go. getting a little blue today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was I too hard on my special? Watch this special. Yes, you it's were. incredible. No, I, it's from, incredible. From what I saw when I was there, and then from my friends who went to, I had friends at both shows, my mom and they were blown away. So well, you're your own worst critic. There, for there, sure. There's pieces in there I can watch and really appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's some parenting stuff in there that I'd done for a while. You know, the, about the kid, Rome. This is pretty much all we're going to do today. Yeah. So for the parents and talking about the kids being crippled with, knowing the web but not knowing how to get heat in their apartment right i've had parents put their face in their hands over that yeah and shaking their head because it's so cathartic you know because it's the kid calling the mom we don't have any heat in our apartment well maybe you should call the landlord uh we're not real good at calling landlords (laughs) and sometimes you think that that voice is so generic and then you realize you're hearing that still yeah same thing with the valley girl i still meet when i have the friends out with the young women i they just kind of talk like they do where's Mm -hmm. that coming from in 2016 it's it's they're doing uh, they're doing parodies of themselves and and they don't even realize it and because you because you'd think if you if you talked like that and you were from the valley and and then you saw that that was the stereotype you might make an effort to not speak like that i think that yeah you're a product of your environment for sure their their parents the mom or the girl other girls at school that they look up to i mean it's like you know what almost I, like the way you would like mirror a comedian you like when you're first starting out i think they see like other popular valley girls and like oh if you talk like that that's how you get all the dicks or whatever you know whatever <laughs> yeah. you, you whatever you're dicks. trying to do but if you think about it <laughs> get all the dicks <laughs> get a bag of dicks <laughs> you think about it like if you're if you are kind of living a very privileged life yeah mm-hmm. and your life is very small and you're very relaxed and you have plenty of money it seems like Almost anyone, you know, because that was the one with the restaurant. <laughs> like, oh my god, the dragon rolls are so good. Here, might as well be like, oh my god, my life is so easy. Yeah. I don't have to really so speak in fluid from, sentences. It yeah. just comes from because if you're really grinding it, working two jobs, yeah. as a fry cook, you're gonna be, oh my god, I just made twelve hundred hamburgers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of this, but that's pretty funny. It's great, yeah. But I think it does come from that. So it, so it's timeless. It'll always be there if the life is that relaxed. I think that voice yeah. also like um, gives off like a lack of. There's there's missing like passion and purpose. Like a guy who's a blue collar mm-hmm. working, he's definitely like leaning forward when he's talking, and he's like yeah. really are a little more articulate, yeah. a little more fired up. And the girl is kind of broken up like that. Like doesn't. Really care if yeah. like if I lose my blouse because I'll buy another one and can't even. <laughs> it's like why'd you say that in a question? You right. know you're gonna buy it. You right. have the money yeah. for you know because the life is so tiny and they are they so the lazy sin where they don't totally finish sort of Cause, work. Yeah, because why? because why does it even yeah. matter that this. I don't even care about you that much to really give you a full yeah. sentence with the punctuation. Lupe knows uh, what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> Lupe. Yeah. So what? <laughs> that was that was Dana Carvey just possessed. No, never. 
Never try to speak Spanish to someone. You know, with our, we had a housekeeper up north, and it was like you say, "Como está?" You know, yeah. I got and and they just shake. And then and then no. the next thing you hear is "Caracas en Caracas, somebody tenía was there," and you're like, "Un poquito." And then put my underwear where? Yeah. And then you try to do your gibberish. Caracas, And then you go up to take a shower, and she's already in the tub. But my point. My point is this: what I what I care oh, about to you. I should thank Netflix too for yeah. Um, that's asking be great. me to do the special, mm-hmm. and um, the eyeballs that are going to see it are going to be great. I mean, it's well, you know, it's a little bit. It's you know, I'm better at letting go of things. Like I've only had ten sketches, just so for context for the listeners, yeah. where mm-hmm. where I was like, you know, the Pepper Boy or Massive Everyone Harry, where I'm like, okay, high five that. That crush, yeah. you know, and every other one, you know, it just drives you. You just you tend to, but you don't want to be paralyzed by that. So I think experientially, what I'm learning because if I don't got wisdom, I got nothing. Because that's yeah. one of the things in there is life is experiential and outcome. I mean, this is just you know Zen 101. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you could say if the special's a hit or not a hit or this and that. But I I went through the experience, and so yeah, you know, so it just existed, and you just keep going forward. Rather than attaching an outcome, because that'll just drive you crazy and paralyze you. Yeah, especially yeah. in the arts. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of ex- experience, our boy Brad here just got engaged, mm-hmm. right? Woo-hoo. So she he- got him. Yeah. He gonna get her. <laughs> Go back the old fashioned way. Woo! She got what she wanted. Now he gonna get what he wanted. Woo! Yeah. Well, no. well, well, well. Yeah. We got ourselves a groom. <laughs> What are you gonna do, groomy man? <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, I, and and you've and you've managed to be in this business, and you you are still with the woman that you uh, met before you were in this before you were in this business or yes. successful in this business. So uh, uh, any any tips for me to not lose my sanity? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna think about this one. Okay. I did um, keep traveling. I did do I do in the special. <laughs> thing about that a little bit so this example my wife thought was really funny so i go even in the best marriage and Mm -hmm. hopefully you'll have the best marriage at one point you will look over and go not my best choice (laughs) 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 and that's in the good marriage (laughs) yeah and the other one was normal yeah huh that's normal that's normal the other one is because of the longevity, I don't know if we're made for these 60-year relationships, but in a lot of cases, science won't let us die. So you're sitting there in your mid-50s looking over and going, really? Three more decades with this bag of nothing? <laughs> so it's a little harsh. <laughs> but um, yeah. so I would say that is just if, 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 if you drive her crazy, you drive, eh, if you're saying, eh, all those things are just normal. Mm-hmm. Billy Crystal gave me a good advice. He said he just, the bad stuff, he just let go by, mm-hmm. you know? And then you, you hold do- on to the good. Like, yeah. Like, like when you have a good moment, you go, okay, that right. was really something. But you seem so much more evolved than I was at your age. <laughs> well, he's got uh, a fedora. I, yeah, really, I, mean- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as just your emotions, you know, you're supposed to communicate and just say, yeah. see, what happens in marriages when they're dysfunctional is you just, um, b- people don't don't argue well or they mm-hmm. they start to hold grudges and you, i call it the bitterness pouch yeah you know all of a sudden someone's the same oh, yeah. so it's good to just you know yeah, yeah. from what but i've observed you're lovable. I, how could anyone be mad at you oh i mean it, it, the fedora definitely helps that yeah you know, it helps soften you see a dwarf the, uh, in a fedora you're like I can't, I can't well it's cool because you have most you, you know, like most men if they're losing their hair they'll wear a hat so you mm-hmm. have like 
a thick head of hair, right? Uh, not necessarily. Is thick, it starting to there. go? Uh, Let me see. Here, it, it's it, it's. It'll it, stay like that for a while, right? Yeah. It, oh, he, I see. Here's what it is, and see, <laughs> right? We're here, looking at Brad's see, head. There, there's hair on the back of the head, but if you take a picture of that spot of my head, yeah, the hair's gone. I look bald in a photo. Oh, interesting. Very okay. strange. Well, my brother Scott always said if he lost his hair, he'd be the, the guy with the hat. Okay. So you wear the hat. No one even thinks about it. Right. Well, see, I wear the hat before I start really losing the hair. So then it's the well, easy transition. I don't just show up to work one day in a, in a fucking hat. That's a good move. Goes, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And everyone goes calculated. Like, yeah. And everyone goes, oh, he's covering up that. No, it, it's a slow. <laughs> no. Fuck you. No. Sometimes I wear the hat. Sometimes I don't. So, Yo, you, so, so you're like, okay. Yeah. He's got hair still. And then I just, one day I just never take the hat off and no one knows it's because I've lost my hair. Except for the people that listen to this podcast right now. <laughs> well, I feel like I can't, you know, because I, I kind of have a weak chin. Like, you have kind of a strong chin and a good-shaped head. Like, Jason Stratham, Bruce Willis, there's yeah. never been a better time <laughs> never to been be bald. Never, never been. been. Yeah. 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 They made bald cool. But if you have it's a baby face and a weak chin... Dr. You, Phil kind of made bald cool. You know, being cool and bald <laughs> are synonymous, okay? Look, Karen, you are 310 pounds, okay? That is what you need to do, okay, is stop dipping Pop-Tarts and Cool Whip, wrapping them in baked beans and putting pizza on top, you fat bitch. We'll be right back. He always cuts the commercial before they can speak well, up. That's my biggest qualm. I him. don't do a Dr. Phil, but that's really good. I always thought go. it was funny when he was... He would wear the tie, the triple wide tie. Oh yeah, and, and it was way down to cover what he had. So he's three. I love that tie. He's three ninety, <laughs> lecturing the shit out of a five hundred. <laughs> yeah. You're a hundred pounds away. You know he's three ninety. You've lost your mind. You're eating way too much. Or at least he's just three ninety. I know. Or at least just learn to afford a big ass tie. Like Get a I've bigger got. tie and like, cover your gut, you fat bitch. We'll be right back. Well, Trump does it too. Yeah. Where it's down below oh, his yeah. balls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's that power tie. It's that power <laughs> red tie. Wide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dana, this is your third time on the podcast. Wow. Is it fourth. A, fourth? Yeah. Do I get an award oh, or anything? Uh, yes. Do you, you have, have the keys? Here. Do we have a plaque? Do we have a, mm -hmm. a keys to my apartment? We're yeah. looking at notes. Uh, notes. Yeah. This, is this all for the next? Is this all uh, this is There's stuff I have left over. Um, I have a lot of stuff left over that I, yeah. you know. Well, I'm going to take a photo of this pile of papers just so people know that uh, <sighs> this is what. And it's next to a case of papers. Where oh, where, and I have papers are coming out of hundreds the top. up north and, and you and know i just these are all notes all notes and stuff you know but I, I need you know i need to focus i'm very add um hey is that a butterfly i gotta tie my shoe <laughs> what was what was i saying my therapist was... said i was passive aggressive i go well yeah i mean you've known me two weeks and i've known myself 60 years but, <laughs> but you're probably right <laughs> these are the jokes folks these are the jokes uh, uh november 4th uh, November 4th, uh, it'll be there like in a bookstore for a year. There's no hurry. It mm -hmm. just sits there. There's no, like, gotta watch it when it comes out. Right. Where can we find Daddy Issues? Uh, you can find Daddy Issues on the Showtime Anytime app. And then uh, and Netflix soon, right? Yeah, and Netflix soon. And hopefully at my live shows, I'll have. Uh, oh, well, fuck. I gotta go up against Daddy Issues. So mine appears, <laughs> and then fine. Daddy Issues. No, no, it won't mine. be there yet. No. <laughs> I don't wanna go up against Daddy Issues. Uh, thank you, sir. No, but yeah, I have, I'm so excited to see the special. And uh, Thanks for coming back. Yeah. This is You've people. People. Uh, love you on this podcast so hard. I hope so. I was. Did any requests or anything? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what's uh, uh, come to... back for a fifth time? That, that that that's the request that we all have. Well, this one's kind of fun because uh, I feel like I know you guys now. The yeah. first time I was like, you know, my wife's like, when are they leaving? Yeah. <laughs> 
Is that, is that what she kept mumbling behind us? Yeah. <laughs> but now, no, but so it doesn't feel like a, but yeah, I may end up doing a podcast too, so. Well, we were going to ask now, about that. Yeah. yeah. I exactly love right. this form. I love the those those two-minute form, yeah. but I also mm-hmm. love the idea you Long can form. riff and do longer form stuff. So yeah. I, this is probably the ultimate thing for me. Yeah. So I've just sort of paused but to get, because I'm going to go on. I'm gonna do Mark Marin. I've always wanted to do. I'm gonna oh, do good. Adam Carolla, good, and Howard Stern. Wow, um, you're. That's, I mean, you've done them all. And so about then I've last kind night. of done them all. And yeah. about last night. <laughs> and Matt Lauer. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Well, okay. No. So this and will- all 137 of your regular <laughs> listeners are not kidding. They are, but they will watch. It's 140. <laughs> but they, but they will watch repeatedly. Well, it's it's passion. You guys have yeah. your your listeners have passion, right? Yeah. It's how many shares? In. How many things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so and and follow Dan on Facebook and watch all of the Puppet Pops. Because Puppet Pops on Facebook. Is there Watch a day you put them out uh, specifically, or are they just? They're just. I just kept pouring them out. Okay. There's a Garth went on. There's some uh, celebrities getting burned. There's John Wayne and Walter Brennan's time traveling political correct guys. There's yeah. a lot of Clinton, a lot of a lot of Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump with buttcast. That's the most lowbrow one. <laughs> Wait, Trump with what? With buttcast <laughs> that keeps interrupting him. I will make. I will make a Amer- <laughs> I will make. I will make America grip again. So that's just the lowbrow one. I yeah. just, you know, that's lowbrow, lowbrow, highbrow. Uh, Stern, so Stern Wednesday, Fallon Thursday. No, uh, no, Stern Let's Wednesday. Who, uh, no, no. Uh, yes, Thir- Stern Wednesday, Fallon Friday, Fallon Friday. Matt Lauer Tuesday. Great. Yeah. Listen. Have you met Matt Lauer before? I, this is my third time doing it with oh, him. Oh, great. They want, you know, just like they do a little thing. And yes, so, they do a piece. It's great. I got to think of stuff, though. Fuck. You guys got anything? Yeah, we'll come uh, up with some stuff. I mean, Trump, you- I mean, Trump doing rap lyrics is pretty good. <laughs> I like big butts. <laughs> I like yeah, the karaoke thing. I think that's a great yeah. bit. No one knows what it's like. <laughs> Jimmy the sad man. <laughs> yeah. The most hated man in the history yeah. of the world. Be yeah. the bad man. <laughs> I think that's a great bit, actually. Like him doing that, and then like he did the, some of the other presidents. Like, what would they sing? Like, that's a great And then Obama. Ask not what your country <laughs> returned to send up. <laughs> Address unknown. I'm trying to think. What's, what would have been what, around what, in What 60? would Obama sing? Maybe Obama does umbop. Everybody wants to We were riffing with Ricky Winston, who's Dex and Tom's roommate, is a stand-up, and he had that idea, which I could do, but he's, I think, you know, he's probably doing it right now. Just Obama is our rock star president. I mean, there is nobody. Who, He's a cool president. He was a cool president, yeah. and there was that time. Everyone knows it where he broke in his song. Never, no one's ever going to top that. It's no. presidential cool. So it's like, we're, what we got to do is pay attention to our morals and values and do the, the thing that America's all about. Amazing. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man. That was almost like that was almost like when Kaufman would do the foreign man voice and then break into the perfect Elvis impression. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And Crazy Guggenheim was the forerunner, uh, played a bartender on the Jackie Gleason variety show wow. in like nineteen sixty two, and he was the same way. He was like, How are you doing there? The guy talks like this. Bartender. <laughs> and then at the end he'd be like, I believe even sunshine. So it's the same joke. It's like seven jokes. We just rotate them, right? Perfect. So Love congratulations it. on when are you getting married? Uh, probably around uh, August of next year. Interesting. Yes. Long engagement. Can I hear yes. some? Uh, can we hear some marriage advice from Paul McCartney to Brad? 
Well, you know, you, you, you know, you shag birds, you know, you shag birds, you know, and then once, you, once in a while you meet a bird and you go, I like to hang out with her after the shagging, you know, maybe watch a bit of telly, have a cup of tea, and that's the one you marry. <laughs> thank you, Paul, and uh, thank you, Dana. Pleasure. See you guys, or listen, uh, I don't know. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it. Pop, pop it. Pop. I can't remember. Show. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Julia White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.